everyone. Welcome to the Charbuk Podcast. This is your host Kushal Mehra. All right, my guest today needs no introduction. Ravina Tandon. Ravina, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me, Kushal. I um, I'm so honored to be here. I follow you on Twitter and social media, and I enjoy reading all your tweets and hearing your post- podcast. So it's really a privilege to be here with you this evening. Well, thanks a lot, Ravina. As uh, you know, uh, you're in the middle of, uh, uh, as they say, a blitzed uh, tour of talking to so many people in the middle of uh, just the release of this movie. And today's topic, as we're talking about this, is going to be women in Indian cinema. So I actually wanted to start with a little bit of a detour, and it's about the movie itself. Now, you obviously had two projects just recently come out. One was uh, Aranyak. And the other one is KGF2. Now, as someone who's an outsider, I just, you know, I'm a consumer of content. So, you know, if in that sense, you're, you're creating the content and I'm consuming it. So I always wanted to ask this question to anybody who's maybe in the creative process. So how do you as an artist change your mental makeup from one role to the other? That's something that has always fascinated me. And I always wanted to ask someone that. Um, Well, a lot of actors have different kind of methods. A lot of trained actors, actors who've been on theater, stage, uh, taken, done training, done courses, uh, follow various different methods. Uh, For me, um, unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know how I see it. um, I've actually not done any training for acting, not followed any kind of method. I do things spontaneously. Uh, I just put myself in the character's shoes as to what I would be or how I would react as being that character, not as being what I am, uh, the way my life has been. But I put myself in the character's shoes and decide then how that character would react. Well, so far, I think it's kind of worked. So, <laughs> well, well, that's good. Now, so... Why I'll tell you is because in the two characters that you played, one was Kasturi and the other one is, uh, you know, of, of a politician. Now, the thing is, yeah, so the one where you're a cop and the other you're a politician. Now, these are two strong women, but the requirement, I guess, is a very different thing, right? So the mindset of a cop is very different than a mindset of, let's say, you're playing the prime minister there. So it, it, these are two different mm-hmm. roles. So how, how do you, like, visualize it is, I guess, what I'm wondering. So again, it was just not playing a cop. I mean, playing Kasturi Dogra was 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 very, very different from what I am in real life as well. Uh, you know, Kushal, a lot of actors are very happy playing themselves in every film that they do. You know, whether it's privation, family, or, or, or however they see themselves as city, born and bred uh, girls coming from a city life, playing the eternal share ki ladki always. I could have been very comfortable also playing those kind of characters because that would come so easily to me and I'd be so spontaneous. Uh, but to move away from what you are in real life and play someone in something completely different. Uh, for example, Kasturi Dogra was the sensibilities of a Pahari woman who's brought up, uh, you know, with nature, in the raw, with with, with the kind of, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's no diplomacy around her. There's no, uh, you know, uh, line to be drawn or this is what she can say or this is what she won't say. So her sensibilities are completely different. The level of education that she's gone through, the kind of patriarchy that she's, uh, you know, uh, going through within her uh, workplace and at home. Um, 
much much more different than what a ramika sen was where she actually locks horns with uh, you know patriarchy be damned and she just just locks horns and she's the most powerful woman in the country so it's it's uh, these two are completely different characters that one would play so for me like i said uh, the success i think for uh, for any actor would be when when people start calling you by your character's name so when when aranya released you know all the photographers and all the people like me they speak kasturi dogra kasturi kasturi and now it is ramika sanji you know <laughs> ramika ji ramika ji they call me and so it's 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 i think it's pretty rewarding actually uh, to see that your effort has has paid off yeah so so you know now now let's get to the overall situation of women in cinema too to my utter shock i mean i'm not a movie historian or any of uh, anything of that sort so while i was doing my research i found out okay raja harish chandra was 1913 tada saheb phalke and this is the situation of our society and and it actually made me happy and sad at the same time happy because today i'm talking to such an established woman and a artist and i found out that in 1913 because of the state of the society they could not find a woman to do the role of uh, you know i think it was queen queen taramati yeah and anna salumke had to do that role so so when you get hit by data like this as an individual artist yourself how does that make you feel well i think uh, i think that's that's i still feel as to whatever we say and however we say i still do believe that india uh you know our our you call it hindustan you call it bharat whatever was was i believe our india was much much more evolved than many other countries uh even in 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 the centuries uh, bygone centuries um yes maybe the women were not so forward enough to come and act but right from our classical dancing to uh, if you actually see historically how classical dancing evolved over the years and it was supposed to be an honor uh, to be an artist in those days uh till we reached the point where yes maybe women didn't want to do theater and even ram leelas uh, men would be playing the role of sita and uh, you know that's how it would be but then you see that um, a, a lot of our women were also uh, ruling uh you know there different states we had maharanis of everywhere they would be equal at par with men whether it would be you know on the battlefield or it would be uh, ruling their darbars whereas in england women were not allowed to vote till the 19th century the the early 19th century so i mean here this is not really a comparison that we can make but what i would say yes um they definitely was an evolution they definitely went about where women uh, came into their own and actually you'd be surprised that initially which which probably doesn't even happen now i think uh, some of the most famous uh, women were nadia hunterwali her movies used to be in the in in the black and white era where she'd be riding and wearing pants and sword fighting and and being just exactly as as what we women were or have been historically what indian women have been So yes maybe there was a phase but there's for me it 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 does not deter at all as to what uh, how proud i am of of our uh, of of our female heritage Yeah that that's fascinating because uh, i was looking at the role of women in indian cinema trying to read a few papers trying to understand how 
how this evolution has happened. So it's very interesting from the 50s onwards to the 70s and 80s. Uh, actually, women have played a very significant role in, in a lot of characters in Indian cinema. There were women based characters. And then then something changes in the 80s, I guess. And now we're going we're in a way going back to that you know, the 50s to 80s era of Indian cinema where more and more women-based characters are coming out, more and more uh, strong women being portrayed. And they basically, I mean, even in the two things that you worked in, whether it's KGF2 or Aranyak, so pretty much you're the central character. Everything, in a way, revolves around you. But another thing, now I have to ask you. So if if you were to be asked, all right, in KGF2, Ramika Sen, now, which shade is on the side? Like the one thing I did not understand, and I'm not saying this in a negative way, I'm saying this in a positive way, is, so, is Ramika Sen the hero or, or the villain? Because you can't make out, right? You can't convince yourself which side is Ramika exactly what, That's exactly what the dilemma was, actually, because here you are actually playing hero for your country, but you become the anti-hero because actually you are going against the guy who is the anti-hero, who's actually pl- is, is playing the anti-hero, but is actually the hero of the film. So it was, it was very, very confusing. It was a dilemma. It was a gray zone. It was neither black nor white. So you were like, will the sympathies lie with you or will people hate you because you're actually going after... You know, it was he was he was the Robin Hood of the movie, and you were actually going, uh, you know, after his skin, where he made he he meant so much to, uh, you know, all the people around the Janta. But there you are standing there and trying to do this for your nation. So it was a tough one. That definitely that dilemma was there in my mind. That will I be able to deliver that uh, very clearly, uh, you know, with clarity is is what was important. All right. So you 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 mentioned that you know there is this tendency. Uh, and I think this is not just uh, with women in cinema. I think it's just with people. And it's more of a, a career thing, right? A lot of people sometimes just think it is, uh, I'll play X character or Y character because it's just a career thing. It's safer for my career. Now, now if somebody was to look at your career, and uh, you've taken risks consistently throughout your career when it comes to, okay, I'm going to play this role. I'm going to play this role. Now, if I was to ask you, uh, to use, I don't know if this is the right. So, why did you not choose to be a careerist in that sense? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it, it, let's say this, right? If you are a poker player, if you would play the place your bets on the safer option, the safer option would be right. I don't take that risk. I don't t- play these characters. I I don't do those things that are going to be, you know, uh, in a way a jhatka to the viewer. Like uh, the viewers are used to looking at you in a certain way, right? If you uh, like you said, the the viewer actually in a way imbibes your personality. The viewer forgets your Ravina Tund, and the viewer starts thinking you're Kasturi Dogra, right? Exactly. So, Kushal, you know what happened with me somewhere in the late nineties, uh, around two thousand is. Is I, I remember I was shooting in the middle of uh, Mauritius again, wearing a middle skirt, with, you know, mini skirt with boots and two pigtails, and again, you know, swinging around on some song. And suddenly, there was this. I was sitting there in the middle of the square, watching everybody, and I was like, "Oh my God, how long am I keep going to do the same thing over and over again?" I was getting bored with myself. I was like, "Okay, how am I? And when am I going to evolve? When am I going to know?" how much I can challenge myself or push myself beyond the thing to see as an actor, what can I do and what can I not do and what is going to excite me more. And that's the time when I actually started making the conscious change. And that first thing started with a film called Shul, 
immediately I did Daman, then I did Gulam and Mustafa, then I did Aks, and then I, and then it just kind of just happened to me. Then I did Sapta, and uh, it was it was very very uh, gratifying for me because uh, everything that I did a was accepted, was being uh, you know uh, appreciated, uh, and uh, I was like yes okay I can do it. You are right. Many actors actually are very comfortable playing themselves in every movie because the safest thing for them to do, to be successful playing that same you know sharky larky, vivacious, bubbly you know kind of thing. I could have remained sharky larky all my life, but for me to get to move beyond that and to do something was very important for me. I was honestly not doing it for anything else, but I was like to a certain extent, if I am only getting bored seeing myself in the same role again and again. Obviously, I'm dishing out the same stuff to even my audiences or people who are my well-wishers who are coming there to see what I'm I'm doing. Yes, they like me in a certain avatar. I will not discontinue doing that. I will continue doing that as well. So, if I had a Dulay Raja releasing in one theater, I had a Shul uh, running parallelly in another theater. If I had a Bade Mia, Chote Mia running, I had an Aks running parallelly in another theater. So, it was that that entire thing of you know wanting to do variety even for my satisfaction as well as the fact to to check whether to see how i can uh, go beyond just being very comfortable in my own skin and uh, of course then then trying to bring something new every time that i did uh, do a role to to my audiences as well so would would you consider the option that you have taken to be maybe uh the tougher one then of course it is much tougher i mean if you know you're excelling in something you just continue doing that and that might just work for you constantly but there are times when something's uh, you know uh, people pre-warn you like for example when i was doing daman uh, there were so many who said oh my god you you know at such a, at such a young age you're already playing a mother-in-law to shan and to raima sen uh, how can you do such an elderly role already now i said but I mean, that's the girl's. That's the character. That's her life story. So this is what something that I would want to do. Uh, but they were like, "Hey, you know, audiences will not accept you then." But nothing like that happened. Uh, I, I continued doing uh, commercial cinema and, and fun cinema as well. I enjoyed doing comedies as well. Yeah. So now that's a good point. Do you think the kind of risks you take as an artist, where you jump from one character to the other? Do you think there is more acceptance for that kind of risk taking from a consumer point of view in today's India vis-a-vis before, or it's just that some people are going to get away with it no matter which era they're going to be in? Um, I think it's it's it's. Uh, well, see, I started doing this from from the year two thousand, so I really cannot say how much has improved since then to now. uh nearly two uh, decades of doing this but um i think it also depends on your own convictions if you believe in something uh and 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 uh, that's when you will have probably the ability to uh, make another person to make your audiences believe in in that as well so you've got to believe or have faith in that first So if I believe in a certain character, is only then I'll be able to convince my audience of that character. So whether it's then, now, or the new India, I think now, in fact, people have started experimenting a lot more, much earlier in their careers than what we used to do then. Uh, 
I mean, if you see Alia's fifth film, she did a highway, which was so amazingly well done for a, a child who's just doing her fifth film. We evolved much, much later in our twenty-fifth film or something, you know. So it, it, it. I, I think it just kind of uh, jumps by leaps and bounds, generations, generation wise. So, so again, so would you say that Indian cinema today? in that sense has become more open in in a way that at least from where i look at it a lot of times when i used to look at indian cinema it it was uh, very much i think male centric everything was male centric as in even the portrayal of the woman in, in the movie in a, any in an, a very weird way it used to be very male centric and in that sense we we are improving in your personal experience now i i did go through some studies it was fascinating actually they do studies they do content analysis which was like a complete mind blowing experience for me as i was preparing because i i, I have one rule if i'm talking to someone i like to prepare properly and and i just read this re- re- recent study and it was like 700 movies they did a content analysis they did a speech analysis of 700 movies and they showed how you know the the trend is changing more and more male dominated roles are reducing female dominated and not just as as actors you know in direct in direction and in other roles but in your personal experience do you think the the male dominance has reduced too well i i don't think that the male dominance has has reduced has gone down to a certain extent films will always be made hero centric also will always continue being made a uh, male male dominated film or action oriented film which is male dominated that all will also happen but the opportunities that women have been given in in characters and roles has risen so if this was male dominated here already before it doesn't mean this has come down i believe this has risen up that's where the balance has happened right now which i think is just completely uh, just is totally great but it sounds sounds good because uh, at least uh, my image of uh, of being a passive uh, cinema consumer and and I, uh, full disclosure i don't i don't watch many many movies because it's just uh, something that uh, i i watch very few ones i'm a, i'm a philosophy guy so either i i have watched a lot of your movies to be very honest is because there was this phase of comedy in india and we would see a lot of comedy happening and so i i did go through that phase but but uh, in my view i did feel a lot of times as a consumer i would be like there's just too much of male dominance in indian cinema and and when i see uh, a lot of changes in indian cinema from where i sit i is actually good it's 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 very interesting like i i saw priyanka chopra's movie barfi once and and i was very happy to see that kind of a movie it was such a different uh, different movie and and uh, she did a fantastic job there too i have to ask you this because i heard you speak about it fleetingly uh, i don't remember the 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 exact name of the channel where you were on on youtube but you didn't mention that you like to call uh the industry hindi cinema or or indian cinema whatever whatever terminology we use here and you don't prefer to use the terminology of bollywood now i i have to say that made me so happy uh, as an individual i was like finally i hear from someone who does not like the terminology bollywood because bollywood sounds like a cheap copy of you know hollywood is like humne hollywood liya aur udhar gaye humne xerox copy mar liye so can you explain why and i i really don't know why the media coined the word for such a long time and now it's become like almost a global world even even uh, internationally they call us bollywood i mean it's it's actually pretty dirty 
meaning uh hollywood has a reason that the hills the, the, you know that that is the area is called hollywood and hence the industry was there so it was hollywood we don't have in in i mean in bombay we don't have hills which which are called balls that you have bollywood all around so what are we i mean i can't understand that really so why this cheap Uh, you know interpretation of of every uh, even even our our, our cinema are are different uh, whether it is the 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 kannada industry or it is the uh, tamil industry or it is the uh, you know uh, assamese industry they've given a name for everything the sollywood kollywood lollywood pollywood nollywood rollywood i mean it's disgusting i believe these kind of words are coined by 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 you know those those kind of media people who got little blank spaces instead of brains so <laughs> i but yeah so uh, do you think uh, it is also an effect uh, sometimes of um, i don't know how to say there are there are people who have minds are in new york but they are accidentally living in bombay <laughs> god alone knows probably but i i really don't know how this word got coined but it is it so good to hear because you know this is something i've been saying in my interviews for such a long time and then when we were on stage and we were at a press conference with kgf and 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 yash turned around and and told the you know in a press conference you're sick of these these words you know all these woods we want all these woods to banish and all of us to be united strong so if i was to ask you uh, in terms of your career what was the biggest difference that you've experienced working in what we call hindi language cinema in comparison to uh, i would not say kannada or tamil i would i would say in southern indian cinema and let's say what is called now hindi cinema today uh, what what are the differences well you know earlier in the 90s when i would do tamil films or i would do kannada films or i would do telugu films i would really enjoy going there because i felt for them always content was very it was was very very important content was always king for them it was not trying to do gimmickry or you know trying to uh, be too westernized i think for them it was uh, their their stories and and their uh, you know entire screenplays used to be so strongly based according to their local traditions their rituals their 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 cultural it's so deeply embedded with their roots that they used to make the connect with the audience so immediately and their films used to be super duper hits while here in bombay we would all be mumbai we'd all be trying to struggle to get a movie to work and wonder oh, what is the magic formula but i i think it was so simple because uh, whether i did tamil the, the tamil cinema or i did uh, telugu cinema it was their stories were so uh, you know around the entire ethos of their culture and and people their mass audiences would so easily identify and connect that it would just work the stories would just work and that's where i used to find the difference um, and i used to say it also if you see any of my old interviews even in the 90s i've been saying this for a very long time yeah but uh, uh, no pushback from uh, from your fellow brethren and sisters uh, in hindi cinema that uh, uh, don't you think in a way you're saying that uh, southern southern cinema folks are more rooted in that sense right no not at all not not rooted and i'm not talking about everybody i'm talking about the the kind of uh, you know uh, the the what happens is when you're making a film in mumbai you start thinking completely like a mumbai kar you know every city every every uh, the the heartland has different emotions probably not sinking with what we think and eat and breathe in mumbai so it's it's somewhere to be little more connected 
to understand what the audiences are looking for so uh, i guess it's a marketing decision so i just think uh, that's something i found very interesting in kgf2 is uh, again not seen many southern indian movies i've seen baubali i've seen kgf 1 and 2 now this is in again i'm giving you a consumer's perspective who who sees just sitting in a cinema or you know watching it on ott they do celebrate their culture with far more ease and far more comfort vis-a-vis at times let's say i'm not saying all of hindi cinema but there is definitely in my eyes a section of hindi cinema that is that sometimes i feel very apologetic there is like they have to caveat it around it like i'll give you an example the scene where you know the kalima ka scene in kgf2 and you know it's a grand celebration of kalima and they're going there and they're celebrating on the particular day that the way the grand way that they they show that and and it's so unabashed and they don't care and and they just I- do it and i I think that's also very important that they 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 really uh, don't care. They believe in their cinema and they believe what they are doing. They they believe in what they are doing. Unfortunately, what also happens with a lot of our uh, you know here in 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 Mumbai, the filmmakers, uh, you know, there's this certain very elite, uh, very elitist kind of this critic section which will say, "Oh my God, that is so regressive and that is so." Uh, not happening that's not so politically correct and that's not you know it is so uh, it's not woke it's not woke at all and and but that that sometimes does not work with the audience you have to also connect yes you are making you you should make progressive films and yes you should definitely make uh, you know cinema which is which is politically correct and inclusive there's no two ways about it but do not forget your culture you can't suddenly become americanized that is where i feel that you know it 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 becomes a little you know on a on a on a back foot where uh, they they get stuck in a thing is trying to please the critics as well and trying to please the audience as well where i yeah. think that i i think that's where they get kind of stuck in the middle where they trying to please this class also and that class also i mean i remember prashant was asked a question by in 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 the in, in a press conference that uh, very clearly he was asked a question that prashant so what do you think about kgf2 is your film made for the classes or is it only the masses that you cater to and uh, he didn't even take a second's pause he said i make my films for the masses he was very, he didn't even try to pretend to be oh no it's you know i'm trying to do this and try to i could say i am making my film for the masses he was very clear and she was like oh okay this was in a press conference in delhi i think and i i just looked at him and i was like i mean that is like exactly what he said it was very unabashedly that he just he just said it and, and i was like wow you know so respect yeah yeah and uh, in a way it's it's very good and and it's sad that at times a uh, uh, which is why it, i i in a major way got turned off by hindu hindi cinema too is the reason is that you know if i want to see and i say this with full responsibility if i want to see a wannabe now i'll go and see an original person right i like you're just aping the american right at times i mean to main american ko hi jaake dekh lunga na wo to original piece hai so why would i want to uh, see a cheap imitation like at times when you see an abashed indianness now in fact that is something you spoke about progressivism right yeah we should be progressive now aren't the characters that you played in kgf2 strong woman gets what she wants she will do it her way or in a way 
the cop in Kasturi Dogra, you know, she has, uh, I remember, you know, how she struggles as a mother when her daughter is going through troubles and, you know, there is a problem with the daughter and the mother communication too. That these are real issues. Now, why would an Indian not connect to that? Because those are real issues that many mothers in India must be facing. But, you know, we are not an imaginary elite, we are not going to build a building in 100 miles of people and we are talking about So I actually, again, this is my consumer's perspective. I, I'm not a film critic or anything. I just think when I watch it, I feel, yeah, these are our people. We are studying about I hope you get what it, I'm saying. It's important for the audiences to identify uh it's you know when the audience is watching with you they they have to identify with the issues you're right to a certain extent what what you're dealing with but you know i think this used to happen more so in the 80s and then again 90s saw this this visible good change that was happening towards you know even in hindi cinema and again good content started coming in and which now again i feel uh, there is some great content that is happening. So it's, 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 it's I think, in a way, uh, all of it is, I mean, you see, uh, uh, whether you see Gangubai right now or, or to a certain extent, you, uh, you know, see some of the new films that have released. So they've, they've had great content. Yeah. So uh, people are then heading, definitely will head back to the theatres. But um, 80s was, yes, a time where I remember some of the makers would actually do short to short to short copies. Watch it on a DVD and shoot the same thing the next day. You know, <laughs> like like actually remake the, the 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 Hollywood films that were coming out in those eighties. That was, I think, a sad time. But I think nineties saw good visible change where content again started coming in. Content was king, and now it's it's, it's there to rule. Which again, I'm very very proud of actually. 90s was Mahara, right? When you played that journalist, if I remember, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think Damini was also in the 90s, uh, Meenakshi Shashadri. Yes, Damini was also in the 90s, yes. Yeah, see, th these movies stick out because they, they, they are still there. Like, I can't tell you a movie from today. I, I just can't. I, I mean, just, I don't remember things. I remember from my college days. Okay, watch Aranya. <laughs> oh, I have, I have that one. I saw. I, I'll, I'll not lie. In fact, I had tweeted about it too. I did not tag you because I usually don't tag people a lot, but I did tweet about it. I loved it. I, I could totally relate to it because again, like I'm a very desi guy, so I could relate to it. I was like, yeah, yeah. Now, I, I, and I don't like to take names about other things that I don't relate to is because you know people have worked hard in creating that too. That's why I. I I don't do it for any other reason because I have no, I carry no ill will. But, you know, uh, I'm conscious of your time too. So before we wrap things up, uh, you know, I have a certain section of young women. And now usually people say YouTube is a cesspool of men. Only men watch YouTube. It's like a 92%, 93% male audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, the YouTube analytics are weird. But, but in my channel, to my utter shock, it was like 85% men and 15% are women. So now this is my question because this podcast is titled and is about women in Indian cinema. So let's say, you know, there are young girls watching this and they might not get the opportunity to ask you this question. So on their behalf, I'm asking you this. If they want to pursue a career, getting inspired by you, looking at you. So what would, and, and this is not a cliched, uh, cliched question. I genuinely mean this because I get emails later on by, you know, the listeners will be like, so tell me what would your message to them would be? 
um you know it's very short and sweet if you're hard working you're dedicated you're sincere you are talented nothing on this planet can stop you you know yes and a little bit of luck but uh, i believe in any profession if you have the will you believe in yourself have faith and you're hard working see hard work ultimately pays off professionalism pays off uh there is there is there is nothing uh, uh you know it's 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 then just a matter of time you know apna time aayega wali baat hai but mehnat karte jao and i believe that that ultimately definitely pays off well you know i i i hope uh, you know everybody uh, keeps uh, keeps uh, a close tab on these uh, these things that you've said and they try their best because for me as far as i'm concerned uh and it's a tough industry people don't realize it again you know i was yes. looking at the data it is a lot of hard work it's not glamour and fun and games at all yeah yeah i mean i i have heard stories of you know actors artists directors working odd hours working double shifts and and everybody involved when the movie is going on goes on but again for the consumer it's just you know what comes out finally yeah, in a 3 hour set so so, so yeah I, i'm actually kushal when um, i was shooting uh, i'll tell you that everyone thinks it's all glamour and glitz but um, i was shooting for a film called ux i was doing the songs uh, the songs uh, very very good album of ux it was anumalik uh, jeans music um the songs were ye raat uh, that kodi ali chipkali raat and uh, uh, there was aaja gufao mein aa there was another song uh, rabba rabba these were all three songs back to back um and uh, there was another one raat aati hai sung by shubha mudgal so there were four songs uh in those days i was shooting for ux from 7 in the evening to 5 in the morning okay then from 5 in the morning i would go back to my makeup room i would go back home at 5 in the morning take a quick shower come back onto the set again all these three sets of mine for three different movies were in one same studio in filmistan i would come back to uh, my shoot i would 7:30 uh, in the morning i would start doing makeup for another film of mine that i was doing a song for called gaath uh that was a tabu and a manoj bajpai film i was doing a song for them just a song for them i would shoot for them till 2 o'clock from 7:30 to 2 in the afternoon from at 2 o'clock in the afternoon i'd go back to my makeup room changed into my third outfit for the third film that i was shooting for from 2 in the afternoon to 7 in the evening and then 7 in the evening i used to join the unit of ux again to shoot for the songs of ux till 5 in the morning again i did this continuously for 5 days with just Whoa. getting half an hour of sleep or an hour of sleep in the middle and i would sleep with my full costume on with full jewelry and and it were all three different outfits ye raat was all western wear and ghat was heavy you know uh, uh, ethnic wear a lot heavy ghagra cholis with lots of jewelry and indian hairstyles and uh, the third shoot was with uh, chichi with govinda for a film called lakhiyon se goli mare it was an engagement kind of song so that was lighter but that was also a gagra choli but lighter so this was this was like continuous 
so a 7 to 5 in the morning then 7 to 2 in the afternoon then 2 to uh, uh 7 in the evening again so it was like a non stop so yes it is a lot of hard work <laughs> you know i could not have ended today's podcast on a better note this i think this is the perfect way to end the podcast so that you know a lot of times again i say this with full sincerity we don't realize the kind of hard work you guys have to put in and i'm glad that you shared this you know experience of yours i hope you know you know everybody who listens to this uh, gets inspired by it but uh, before we wrap things up uh, ravina thanks a lot for coming on my podcast uh, i know my mom's going to be super happy that this has happened <laughs> so sweet <clears throat> thank you all right guys we'll wrap today's discussion up if you've not seen kgf2 go to the cinema and watch it go on netflix watch arnyak watch all all the movies that you like support indian cinema support women in indian cinema it's very important that we do that and support the charvak podcast too guys i try to bring the best uh, out of my guests as much as possible and i try to bring in different kinds of conversations i'll see you next time until then take care mm-hmm.